everyone. I'm Rich Kennedy. I'm here with Nick Goslin and Ryan Garby, and we're New England Social, a New England-based podcast about everything from sports news to places we like to kick it. Uh, we wanted to kick off today's episode by talking a little bit about who we are and what we're about, and I'm going to have Nick kind of kick us off. Nick, how are you doing today? Uh, doing good, doing good. Just excited to be here. You know, me and you have talked about putting something like this together for a few years now. Um, and with the quarantine situation going on, everybody with the stay at home order in place, this seemed like the perfect time to really get it going with the help of our good friend, Ryan Garby producing on the track. Really um, he was kind of, yeah, the driving force. So we're here, we're doing the first episode and I'm just really excited to, uh, get the content out. Cause like you were saying, you know, I'm sure everyone feels like their stories are worthwhile, but I know we've had a lot of good times in the past we're gonna have some good times going forward and think it's uh worth making a couple episodes about <laughs> yeah yeah i remember when we uh we were playing craft with garb and uh we were like hey garb do you want to be a you want to be a guest on our podcast <laughs> guest, he's like guest i'm not episode. gonna be a guest but i'll be a part of the podcast <laughs> and we're like all right that's that's garb for you speaking Wiggles of the devil right, right in there how's the big guy doing back there on the mixing boards Hey, man. Hey, it's going pretty well. I am also very excited for this. Um, you know, I th- think we are probably the three best friends that, that anyone could have. have. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> and I think I think people will enjoy this um, because, you know, well, first of all, we're starting this in a time of kind of loneliness, but maybe people can... Uh, <laughs> People can kind of relate uh, to our friendship and while doing that, learn some more about New England and kind of live vicariously through us and, you know, relate to our experiences. I think it'll be a great time. So I'm excited. Yeah. Did you get a, uh, is that a Razer headset? I don't think I realized that at first. Yes. Wow. Gamer. That's awesome. You guys remember (laughs) the, uh, the Razer cell phone? I do. Did you know? Did you know that they actually are coming out, or they came out with a smartphone, like a foldable smartphone, and you can get it's a razor. Wow. It's the same brand. Yep. And I, I heard that you can get like software that makes it look like the old school, like when we were in high school razors. Wow, that's a real. We're thing. gonna have to do a whole episode on that. At oh, one there's point. A whole, honestly there's a whole episode. Um, <laughs> yeah, um, I think the I think you both kind of covered it. I, I don't want to harp on the same things, but yeah, I'm excited to do this. Uh, Nick and I have been talking about it for a while. Garby, as in most things that the three of us do, kind of help drive this to uh, an actual thing. Uh, and I'm excited to be here. I think we got a lot to say, and uh, hopefully, hopefully the the fans, if there are any, find it interesting. Yeah, um, going to touch on a wide variety of topics too, like you mentioned. Wide Not just, variety. We got, you know, places we've been, the memories we've had, sports yeah. we're going to be heavy with, beers. Yeah. Um, so you know, yeah, all over the absolutely. map. Absolutely. Um, okay. Yeah. Cool. Uh, well, before we get to the topic, how, how are you guys? How are you doing? Uh, we haven't seen Nick. I saw you like really briefly, a f- uh, like a week ago. But outside of that, how are you guys doing? You know, doing. Doing okay with the How's whole L? COVID How's situation. Girl? L's doing good. Um, who is sorry? So who is L for the? For L's fans. my fiance, mother of Kiefer. Been my roomie for a little while. Who's Kiefer? Kiefer is my dog. The best. My of actual boys. dog, literal and figurative. Yeah, not like um, your homies, like us. Yeah, exactly. Well, he is also he is also he one is of also the boys. my homie. Yeah, but that's he is why also said, one of the boys. Kind of encapsulated it with both. Uh, both of them but um yeah you know we're doing good l uh is working on the front lines in healthcare right now so she's obviously Badass. a little stressed but yeah she is uh she's carrying the torch right now really really proud fiance moment yeah um and you know she's really helping me get through this crisis because you know i'd imagine for, like for you rich it's it's tough being no roommate and like being kind of relegated to small sh- social yeah. circle it's so it's like both sometimes right so like sometimes i'm here and i'm like oh this is miz there's like nobody to be here but like i i will say sometimes it's like we are all kind of introverts also it, so like it's uh, yeah we're I just, lone wolves. i don't know about introverts but it's just like it, i will say it is like i am glad that i have my own space right now i mean i know that like i know some some That's folks true. who are cooped up are, are are getting on each other's nerves but um but yeah it definitely can sometimes be a little a little miss over here garb how's it how's it going over there in maine Hey, so I'm a teacher, so you know I've been home um, for quite a while. My wife Megan is also a teacher. 
Um, so we're Shout spending out a lot Megan. of time together. Yeah, we're spending a lot of time together. Why? And I know she's downstairs. She's downstairs listening right now, and she's so excited that I'm talking about her. Because um, <laughs> that's something you know yeah. that she mentioned uh, on our first recording that we had to delete. Hey, hey, Nick. Nick mentioned. <laughs> I didn't know we what were going to bring that up. What about me? I, well, I love Megan so much. We're newlyweds. All right, married. Um, Nine months did she, ago, did almost she write our nine. This for you? Almost, no, she didn't write it for me. But she, I know, I, I know she's downstairs. She's so excited right now. Just, oh, she's coming up the stairs and she's giving me the debts there. Wow. Okay. Um, so <laughs> that went over great. <laughs> no, but um, you know, this time, like, I'm away from my students. It kind of sucks. It sucks for them, especially the seniors, but. I have felt less stress probably, which is um, not something that all teachers will be saying, but less stress than I probably ever have in my life. And this has just been like a time of reflection about what the most important things in life are for me. Um, wow. I don't, yeah, that's kind of what it's been for me. So, Ladies and gentlemen, you might find us because of me and Nick. You might find us because of a friend or whatever, but you will stay for the insightful messages Commentary. from Ryan Garvey. Yeah, Seriously. honestly. Wow, that was deep, guy. That was really deep. Rich. How are you doing, man? How are you adapting? I'm doing good. I'm doing good all the time. They're like, um, cause, you know, a little bit of a self-proclaimed germaphobe. So a little how, bit of a yeah, absolutely. It? No, I I know, I know. I think I was telling you guys this the other day. Like, I it it perplexes me how like so many people like, well, oh my god, hey, make sure make sure you wash your hands. Like especially after you, especially if you're gonna eat, wash your hands. And I'm like, dude, you should always be washing your hands. You should always be washing your hands, and you should all, you should a hundred percent wash your hands before you eat. Like that's just a normal thing. So, yeah, wash I mean, up for dinner. Yeah, hundred percent. Little prepared, little prepared. There may have been times in my life where I could have been explained as ridiculous, but um, yeah, I mean, feeling pretty correct. Mad right cow. Now. Yeah. We'll talk about Mad Cow. Yeah, yeah, yeah. At some point, in time, we'll talk about Mad Cow for sure. Um, so, yeah, not bad at all. Um, I think it's it's an interesting time uh, for a lot of us. Uh, I am definitely learning to work at home, which is something that I didn't like to do previously. So I know um, we, when we lived together in Mission Hill, I know you always hated yeah, doing that. I you never like your to work vibe, at home. really. Yeah, for those who don't know, Mission Hill's a, an area in Boston where me and Nick uh, lived uh, a year, wow, like a year and a half ago, which is crazy. Dude, um, over, like over that almost. Actually, almost. it is, I guess, a year and a half. That's when we moved out. Well, I guess it's like kind of, it's, I guess it's, because we moved there in what, June? So I guess it's almost a, it's two almost years. a, yeah, it's almost two years. Wow, dude, we're fucking crazy. old, dog. Yeah. Um, what was I saying? Anything. Yeah. So, I mean, it's been good. It's been good. I can't, I can't complain because I'm saving a ton of money, um, which is like right. insane. Um, you know, and you guys get your stimulus check. Uh, no, no, we'll talk about that <laughs> later too. Not yet. Uh, so we'll anyways, yeah. Saving a bunch of money, actually like getting out there, getting a lot of walks in lifting. Cause like, you know, I, I got this, Being uh, healthy. yeah, I got this, uh, bowl flex, uh, dumbbell set where there's just like two sets of dumbbells but you can change the weights which is pretty cool yeah. so i mean it's literally just like i literally previously i could just like talk myself out of working out now i literally look at the thing 45 times a day because i'm like in my kitchen <laughs> and it's like staring at me and it's like dude don't be a piece of shit and not work out like you know what i mean i'm like fuck <laughs> fine i'll fucking work out um so yeah i mean it's it's good i i i'm doing all right it can get a little lonely sometimes but like garby said a lot of self-reflection a lot of time to do those things that you always put off. So, um, well, hey, I'm glad that we're all doing well. Uh, we're gonna kind of jump into a topic today that is one that we're all pretty excited about because we're gonna essentially be talking about things that we wish we were fucking doing right now instead of being in quarantine. Um, and uh, this was actually Garby. No, this was Megan's idea. Another yep. shout out Again. to Megan. See. So yep. yeah. So yeah, we we broke things into the way we're gonna do this is we broke things into a couple different categories. The three categories are already missed it. So I'll describe this as anything that we've missed or like because we know we'll be quarantined to a certain point, at least we're gonna miss it. Um, things that we wish we were doing right now, like we could be doing, and still hopefully if we get kind of back to normal sometime in the next couple of months, we can we can at least enjoy a little bit of. And then things that we can't wait for, things that we are like. God, hopefully the fall we're like out of this and whatnot and, and we're like not even thinking about it because we're having fun doing these things and whatnot. So I'm um, pretty excited about this topic. Um, let's start with number one. Um, already missed it. Garb, you're up first. Yeah, so basically not necessarily have missed it yet, but it's pretty much already been canceled. 
not necessarily canceled, but um, the <laughs> what? Just the way you said it, you're like it's pretty much been canceled. Not necessarily. <laughs> anyway, sorry. The, me- oh, the means, the way it's going to be conducted is changed. Um, is the high school graduation for the uh, the high school that I work up here uh, near Bangor, Maine, the Bangor, Maine area? It's typically just like you know at the Cross Insurance Center, which is a venue in Bangor, Maine. A lot of events going on there. Um, for example, Baby Shark was playing there. That also got canceled. What's, so, ba- you know. what's Baby Shark? Oh, like Baby Shark. Baby Shark. Baby. You yeah, don't know what you Shark. Con- Shark. Okay. Yeah, whatever. All right. Yeah, there's a whole whole concert on that. Like, so that was canceled. But so that's where the graduation is, and I just kind of feel bad for those seniors. And um, last year, it was just like the graduation our school does is just amazing. Um, and actually, last year I was the senior class advisor, so wow. um, I had a lot. I had a lot to do with the graduation last year, and. Fun fact, Mr. Garby got a shout out from the class president. Um, so <laughs> I mean, graduation could here. you be more of a badass? Like, Did you right? ask him to tweet about it? So, so what he said was that, you know, I, I gave some great advice and everything, but um, that I need to stop wearing tight shirts because they all know that I'm swole. And then he threw me an, he threw me a shirt. He said it was an extra large and it was a tie dye shirt that said, keeping it real and had a unicorn on it. Wow. Um, so yeah, I got that got that shout out last year at the high school graduation. It was just it's just a, a good time to be a scene, you know, to be like in life revered by a bunch of sixteen and seventeen year olds. Oh yeah, no, I just meant as like it it kind of brought me back to my high school days, you know. Yeah. Um, no, yeah, that definitely does suck. Like think about seniors missing like their last like sports seasons and like just like you said, the graduation, the prom. So, yeah, definitely go us out to them because that, that's kind of shitty. Well, let's talk about this tight shirt thing. Is that like a thing that you consciously do is wear like a – No. No, you, you know what actually happened is I is gave it, some Hold weight. on. Is it feedback that you've gotten before? Um, No. No, not necessarily. It's it's more that I gained weight and I didn't buy appropriate clothing. So, like, my shirts got really tight. And I, I think I, I mentioned last time you visited your your shirt size, actually, in particular. I'm so pretty sure it, I brought this up, not to sell funny. you down the river, but... It's funny because it's the sheer reason that I wear tight shirts is because I'm a teacher, because I don't make enough money to buy new ones when I gain weight. Oh, so it's like, wow. You know I mean? wow. Did we know that we were going to get into social issues on the first episode? What Honestly, is this? Heavyweights? You know I'm what? Just cheap. <laughs> you know I'm, what? I'm more just cheap. I'm more just cheap. I can, uh, I, you know, I could, but I, yeah. Oh man. Well, hey, you heard it here first. Teachers don't get paid enough. Uh, okay. Yeah. I mean, I remember my high school graduation was awesome. I grew up in one of those. I grew up in Biddeford, Maine, um, a town in obviously southern Maine, um, but. It was just great. It was a very classic high school in the sense that, like, football was the biggest sport. Um, you know, their homecoming week was like a, a week with a bunch of events. We did skits and whatnot. And my senior year was just such a blast. It all kind of came together um, at the end uh, with with graduation, and it was just it was great. So I mean, yeah, that definitely sucks that uh, some of these kids aren't going to be able to. I mean, really, that and as well as like college graduations too. Like, could you imagine if you? You imagine if you were at UNH and you yeah, so you miss graduation like that. So for instance, right now Laura's youngest sister Jess is a senior at UNH, that's, and so like she will not be having her graduation. That's and some bullshit. Just because this really happened before the nice weather and everything. Obviously, it was kind of at the start of March, turn of February into March, and so she's missing on the whole like. I mean, not just to say that like senior year is a whole drink fest, but yeah. the whole back half of senior year going outside spring, like hitting the bars and the decks and stuff like that, like you miss out on that whole aspect too. It's, it is a real shame. Yeah. It's a so damn like, shame. We all went to, for anybody who doesn't know this, we all went to UNH together. Um, and a lot actually like, you know, Nick's the majority young. of our friend group yeah. is is all has attended there. UNH, UNH yeah. um, University of New Hampshire. University of New Hampshire for those not who don't U- know. Not University New of New Haven. Yeah. Is that Idiots, a mistake a lot we of hate people. Connecticut. Connecticut, you're not even part of New England. <laughs> <laughs> New A. Wish you were New York. We just lost so many Connecticut listeners. Uh, okay, so yeah, I mean, I would I don't know, dude. Our our senior year um, 
and the victory lap, to be honest, was ama- was amazing. Nick and I did an extra semester. Um, it was it was just amazing. Uh, it was graduation was awesome. Um, I feel like we had it all figured out at that point in time, right? Like I was getting like I'm not gonna say good grades, but I was getting acceptable grades. Like nobody was upset <laughs> with my grades at that point in time. Um, and I was just, I was, you know, we were having, we were drinking all the time, doing other extracurriculars, having, just having a good time and whatnot. So, yeah, yeah I mean, yeah, shout out to Jess. Yeah, the end of senior seniors. year, obviously, was a, was a great time. So m- missing that's gonna, gonna hurt. Actually, do you guys follow the Barstool, UNH Barstool? Oh, yeah. Instagram? Yeah. So yeah. did you see that they did like a, like a montage or like a, like, they must have like collected all the different videos from this, the class of this this year's senior class for UNH, and they like ran a video of it, and it honestly like got me a little choked up to be real with you. I was like, "That's dude, that's messed up. That's a wow. crime. That's a crime. Yeah. You should get to go. You should get to go back for a semester, like maybe just yeah. the back semester." Um, all right. Anyways, Nick, you're up next, man. What do you? What do you? What have you missed that you're? Um, so previ- as previously stated at the beginning of the episode, going to be a heavy sports influence. So something that I'm definitely missing, I know you're missing Rich Garby to some extent is, uh, like the playoffs for the sports that would be going on oh in the gosh. city. Obviously you can't tragedy. take that for granted every year, but, yeah. um, both the Bruins and the Celtics have been on pretty good little runs. Um, and especially this year kind of seemed like, you know, obviously the Bruins made it to game seven of the cup finals last year, fell short a little bit yeah. and they having watched them religiously this year, they kind of looked like they had a shot, a dude. team. Well, so I feel like that they kind of run, if you shot. lose in that game, you can either crumble the next year or you can redeem yourself. And come obviously back they had a long, they had a long way to go, but they kind of looked like a team on a mission just from yeah. my point of view. So I think that they're, they're getting robbed a little bit here in the back end of their core with like, you got Chara, Bergeron, Tuca, Krejci, yeah. like all those guys are old now. So like just, realistically, yeah, this, this might've been the last real, real crack shot, at it yeah. with, that with they like had. This, this team and this, yeah. this core before you go. Um, and so board. like kind of tipping it over to the Celtics, obviously they got more of a younger team, you know, they're going to be good for the future years, but it kind of was, after the stink of Kyrie last year and the team getting going this year kind of looked like they had developed that young identity with Tatum and Brown. Like I know we have talked hours about the team and just uh, their outlook was bright, man. So it would have been really cool to see what they could have done in the playoffs. This has to to be be emotional for you because over the last couple of years, you've gone from wanting to trade Jalen Brown to no never to disowning false. to disowning somebody you've called your son jason tatum also false to oh to to welcoming them both back in like the prodigal sons like and now you love them both so and then just when that happens just when you're happy with both of your boys like the the playoffs get ripped from under you Jalen and Jason, if you guys are listening to this podcast, don't believe a word that he just said. Honestly, I have a signed picture of Jalen Brown on my bedroom wall. Shout out to uh, Jason Tatum and Jalen Brown, just in case you're listening. Uh, wanted to say, but huge fans, huge fans. Um, so, yeah, I mean, I'm I'm upset because I feel like. I really like the Celtics. Like I've told you this all the time. I'm actually I for those who don't know, I'm a Ravens fan for football, but I like mostly Boston everything else. And I just love the Celtics. Like I am so much harder on the Ravens than I am the Celtics. I'm just like I just love watching the Celtics play. And yeah, it's just you're so much team, fun. And after like all the drama with Kyrie last yeah. year, after all of that drama, you get Kemba coming in who was I mean I'll say was is more than what I was expecting, and, you know, and, I, and it's hard for me now to gauge yeah. whether I was like, uh, we just picked up Kemba Walker. I don't really feel good about that, or if I was like, yeah, okay, Kemba Walker will do. But I, I don't really remember now because now it's so positive. I feel like I, I want to believe it was always like I always thought it was a good idea, but I, I don't think that that was the case for a lot of people here in Boston. And he comes in and he's exactly the player that we needed, a player who can kind of step into the, yeah, I'll be the one to throw up high 20s, even 30 points to win us a game, you know, when the kids are having an off day, but I'll be the one to take a step back and play that like second or third fiddle um, and let those guys shine, which is like 
really where a Brad Stevens offense excels. Like a Brad Stevens offense is meant to help everybody facilitate the hot hand. Exactly. Facilitate the hot hand, help everybody do what they do best, right? And mm-hmm. help them out where they're deficient. Like that's where Brad Stevens great. The more that you have somebody that you need to base the game around, um the more that you live and die with that with that hot hand, right? Which I guess is You're like kind of you know, limiting dumb, but limiting your hand a little bit. Yeah, so I mean, yeah, I, I mean, was personally personally, I know coming in I was not in favor of Kemba. I mean, I don't know if you... You weren't. You weren't. Yeah, I, no, I do I remember mean, that. I do remember that. I don't want to say some of the things that I said on air, but um, was definitely not in favor of the move. I just didn't really think it was beneficial in any way, and I have to admit, he's he's really played himself into my favor. I think he's been excellent, like you said, fitting seamlessly into the team. So it's been, been a good team to watch, and it's going to suck. We won't get to see either of those teams in the playoffs is it i mean probably not but is it crazy for you to take this moment to apologize to kemba walker just in case he hears this yeah i guess so kemba um i'm sorry you know you really kind of came in you've been killing it wow and yeah hopefully all the celtics players are listening to this and if they are um gordon hayward still not a fan oh (laughs) you know what i'll give you props because i've always said you wouldn't say that to his face so i I mean you're not not to his face but at least he's definitely gonna listen to this yeah yeah yeah, i mean mean, he's zero zero chance of something he's not on he's not on my hate scale of like al horford but (laughs) i'm not i honestly i do you you know i used to be a hoifey guy but um but i i don't like al horford anymore um okay well keeping it going uh mine mine i missed it which again is a little bit of a cheat because technically if things were to turn around on a dime this could still happen but probably not is hit the decks um you know portsmouth uh usually happens I believe in the May time frame and Portsmouth, New Hampshire, for those who don't know, Coast Town, um, really, there's this really interesting stretch of 95 where you can be in Massachusetts, New Hampshire, and then Maine within like <laughs> under 40 minutes, right? And, New, and Portsmouth really Dude, sits. Dude, you can in do that in like 20 minutes. Yeah, almost, probably 20 I'd minutes, say, right? You know right? what I mean? So it's crazy. Um, yeah, I think people, I think there's actually like a run like every year that like kind of runs like uh, trails that pretty much run that same like stretch of, of, of road there. Um, so, anyways, the Portsmouth sits in the New Hampshire portion of that. I lived there for probably about five years. Um, and it is, uh, in my personal opinion, like the most amazing city in the universe. Uh, and they do, they have a bunch of bars on the decks, uh, on the water, and you have this beautiful, beautiful uh, kind of venue of looking at the bridge, and you've got the tugboats, and the water's great. You've got Kittery, which is a town in Maine over there, and it's just, it's awesome. Whether you're at River uh, Riverhouse, whether you're at uh, <clears throat> Harpoon Willie's, uh, I'm not a big Lazy Jacks guy. I do like Poco's, though. Um, Pocos is good. Shout out Pocos. They got a nice quesadilla. Yeah, they do have a nice quesadilla. Yeah, it's just a really great spot. And every year they kind of do like a, a weekend where they open up, and it's like, you know, I don't know if it's official or not, but everybody calls it hit the decks. <clears throat> and we're not gonna we're not gonna be able to do that this year, which kind of sucks. Like, even though I lived here, in, I live here in Boston now. As you guys know, I go up to Portsmouth all the time. I love it up there, and um, that's something I've definitely spot. been missing. Right? I th- yeah, I think we've all kind of considered that as an area that maybe we, you know, could potentially end up at the end of the day. Um, and this is like one of my favorite events because you get to go down there and you know drink at the bars, do do your thing. It's warm out, uh, and it's fantastic, and it's got a great nightlife. So you know, great restaurants and whatnot. But I know you guys love Portsmouth too. But yeah, I'm pretty bummed about that. Yeah, it's definitely going to suck. Um, just kind of going up to Portsmouth in general, I feel like, along the spring, you know, it's like you said, a little nicer, but you still got that breeze from the ocean, and, like, you can start drinking outside at night and stuff, too. Yeah. Like, it is just a uh, – it's a really great spot, and kind of like you said, you know, would would love if that end game you wound up there. So that's a – it's a spot I'm missing for sure right now. Yeah, I mean, I've been just missing Portsmouth, New Hampshire in general ever since, Rich, you moved down to Boston. It's yeah. like I don't I don't really get over there too much anymore. There's a lot of good memories of that five years that you lived there. Like, oh my lord! Well, I mean, we'll get in, we'll get in the friendsgiving. Um, Megan had you know she, you guys planned that surprise party like the second year I was dating her. She blindfolded me from her parents' house, <laughs> like in the car blindfolded and just like 
I walked into your place. I'm like, I started smelling. I'm like, this smells like Richie's. I'm like, we're at Richie's. And you're all like, surprise. It was awesome. It was oh, man. Uh, yeah, we'll have to cut that portion out. Anyways. Um, no. So, no. So, yeah, I'm, I'm a sportsmith. I'm definitely missing uh, Portsmouth this time of year. Uh, we'll get into some other activities that I, I definitely get into up there uh, a little bit later in the show. But, yeah, shout out Portsmouth. Uh, okay. Well, hey, a little bit, little bit happier. We're, we're going uphill from here on out. Uh, place, uh, things that we wish we were doing right now. So again, this category is really anything that we wish we were doing right now, whether it be on the weekends or the weekdays or whatever. Um, and yeah, Garb, let's kick it off with you again. Yeah. So for me, I live in Bangor, Maine, which is about an hour, uh, away from Acadia national park, which is a national park, um, on the east side of Maine. It was actually the first national park east of the Mississippi and it's the second most visited national park wow. east of the mississippi somebody did their homework um, wait what's the first no i already knew that oh nick come on you gotta ask me those questions <laughs> what well do you, you said wait, number two on. do you know it <laughs> no oh, okay. i don't know it <laughs> all right cool that's cool it's a quick wikipedia copy and paste guy like come on all right, all right. Anyways, um, you're saying so this is the time of year you can actually april you can get them for free and you can go hiking for free um at Acadia National Park. That's ma- mostly what I like to do there, hiking, but just some other information. If you're looking to like see a nice main coastal town, there's Bar Harbor right there, which is just a really popular location for, you know, kind of touristy, summer, summer tourist spots um, with a lot of restaurants, shops, coffee shop, uh, yeah, coffee shops, bookstores. It's a great place to bring your, your girl. She'll love it there. Um, so that's just a nice little town. There's Atlantic Brewing Company right there, which has some really good local kind of beer um and on acadia at acadia national park it's actually pretty much an island uh and it's kind of a mountainous area and there's cadillac mountain there which is the highest point um on the united states east coast um and it's among the first site it's the first site of the sunrise in the continental u.s so if you want to get out there before you know, the crack of dawn and see the sunrise. Wait, um, in the continental U.S.? The first, yep, so the first place I'm, to see the if sunrise. I'm up there mm-hmm. during sunrise, I'm the mm-hmm. I'm, I'm one of the first people to see the sun on in the U.S. that day. Yes. Wow. Yep. Fun fact. Wild. Yeah, yeah. So that is, that is on Cadillac Mountain, um, which is one mountain that's part of Acadia National Park, but just for like the non-touristy things, if hiking is kind of your thing, um, my favorite trail there is called the Ladder Trail. It's my favorite trail because it's a physical challenge. There's lots of steps. It's called, it's called the Ladder Trail for a reason. If you guys remember earlier, Garby is swole. Garby is like probably the most swole you've ever seen somebody ever in your life. Okay, thanks guys, thanks. Is this natural gains? I'm just gonna come out. And All right. It. Anyway, so, so this is gonna be a continued theme. Just you know, you know, just try to mock Ryan Garby as much as you can, <laughs> and then we'll just laugh at it. All right. Anyways. Um, so, anyways, yeah. So that's my favorite trail. The ladder trail has literally ladders on it, so um, a lot of steps. But um, it's actually a good place to, if you are up for the challenge, to access Cadillac Mountain because it's free. Um, to park there, it's normally costs money to get like a park pass. But if you Google Door Mountain Trailhead, that's D O R R Mountain Trailhead, um, you can get free entrance just by parking right there. It's just a little bit more of a hike. Um, so you have to hit Door Mountain and then Cadillac Mountain, but it's free. Um, it's a good hike. And fun fact Door is named after George Door, who's credited as the father of Acadia National Park, who worked with John D. Rockefeller. And John D. Rockefeller is the one that uh, financed the beginnings of Acadia National Heart Park. Um, so he um, was involved in that in the early 1900s. So if you're up for a hike, you want to see a beautiful view, that is the place to go. And that is normally where I would be this time, starting on spring break. Nice. Folks, Very you may cool. come for Just our for... subject, you may come for myself or Nick, but you will stay for the insightful words of Mr. Garvey, wow. Just for a, a quick fact check, number one most visited national park east of the Mississippi is the Great Smoky Mountains National Park um, in North Carolina and Tennessee. So 
makes sense. Just for all you guys out there, in case you want to miss uh, it. Um, okay. So for me, the thing that I wish I was doing right now, um, for those of you that know me, I've grown up playing hockey most of my life. Um, and I can't always like with work currently, but I try and skate year round as much as I can. And I skate pretty consistently with this group of guys. Um, a good friend of mine, his uncle runs it. And um, he like just puts together like the same group of guys and we pretty much just play pickup. And each time after we skate, obviously with like the nice weather kind of coming out, we skate pretty early in the evening, like usually around like seven or eight o'clock. And after the skate, we go out and we just like crush beers and snacks in the parking lot in like warm weather and just like listen to music and just, just like, I mean, I'm sure you guys can attest but to like any other physical activity, but just when you're, you you know, bust your ass and then you just come out and you have a nice cold American domestic. Oh yeah. 100%. And, uh, you know, crush some pretzels, dude. Like it's warm weather. You're out there in your shorts. Like that is the life. And so for all you hockey people out there too, like everybody knows just like summer skates are, it's kind of where it's at. It's, you know, obviously you're not freezing your ass off walking into the rink and stuff. And, and usually the skates are a little again? earlier. Where do you do this again? So we, um, we skate in Reading, Massachusetts for our, like our summer are... skate. Beer leagues are pretty popular around here, right? Like a lot of people. Yeah, do. there's there's a lot of them. So like I was saying, this is pretty much what this guy does is he has a group of like 30 guys or so, and he just sends an email out, and the first 20 people to respond are in, and we just play like a 10 on 10, like two full lines, um, go head to head. He always has goalies, which is a big thing. Um, goalies are kind of like the is Clifford back in commodity. the net? Is Clifford back in the net these days? Yep. Yeah. After uh, you know stepping out for a little bit, wow. um, Eric he's, Clifford he's back uh, in the net. Eric Clifford, a, uh, a a frequent fourth to this trio, um, and another person yep. we went to UNH with uh, plays goalie. And yeah, he he's he stepped out for a while. Is he back in? You said or no? Yep. Yeah. He's he's back there to his go. home. So he he grew up playing goalie and stuff. Played goalie in high school and everything. Good goalie so. guy. He's a yeah, huge goalie guy. What about you, Rich? What are you uh what are you missing right now? Or uh, wish you were doing, I should say. Yeah, I mean this is like a super easy one for me. I wish I was golfing. Um I really, really do. I that's probably been the hardest thing. I said to somebody the other day, if if I could golf on the weekends, I would be doing You'd be pretty fine. good. I don't know about fine <laughs> dude, I don't know about fine, but like I would be doing pretty damn good because I am saving a bunch of money, which is like awesome. I'm blessed to to still have uh, my job, I can work remote. I'm a recruiter, so uh, you know, pretty easy to do that, and and you know that's great. And so I've been saving a good amount of money, and that's usually the big problem with golf. The big problem with golf is a lot of times it just costs a ton of money. Um, but I could I could golf for days right now. I could be golfing three days a week, no problem. Uh, and it just sucks because it's starting to get old. It's starting to get a lot warmer. Uh, but I usually I usually love you're like, golfing in like March. Yeah. Dude, oh. Yes, if there's not snow on the ground in March, I'm trying to golf. Like I love you get, March golf. Then you get out there once like earlier. Yeah, yeah, yeah. no, yeah, yeah. I, I ended up getting out there. I got out there with King and Vargo, um, like you know, I don't know, like a month ago. And was that my first time out? That might have been my first and only time out. I don't know. I was. I'm. I'm. I'm bummed right now. Nope. 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 I played once at Peas with Vargo as well. <laughs> I played once at Peas, um, so yeah. So I wanted to talk about a couple of great, um, a couple of great spots uh, to golf if you're in New England. Uh, you're not around in uh, Portsmouth, New Hampshire. Again, uh, is uh, Peas Golf Course. Fantastic golf course. It's 27 holes, so they have the front and the back, and then they have what they call the blues, which is kind of on the other side of the uh, of it's right on it's right on an airstrip. Literally, planes will land; they'll fly right over you as you're teeing off or whatever, and they'll land. Which sounds miserable, but it's really not that big of a deal because it's a very uh, it's literally used for military. And then there's one I think uh, airline that flies to Florida, so it's not that busy, and that's not much of a nuisance. But the blues is on the other side of the kind of airfield. And it's just great. I mean, Garby, you and me, we golf there all the time. Um, and I think for the, you know, I think for the price, it is one of the best deals in my opinion. It's usually I feel like you can get in there for about fifty-five, maybe sixty bucks with a cart, um, and like, you know, have a great time, play eighteen, no problem. I would say the one downside is half of the course is downhill so if it's rained a bunch or something like that it's probably not the best spot 
to go to. Um, another really, really good course in the New Hampshire area uh, is Sagamore. I will say it is they are atrocious with the wait times, though. So if you go there, make sure you've got five hours to play around a golf um and you can they have a they have a great course it's a long course so if you want a good walk great course to walk i just walked it earlier this year um uh walking it took us about four hours to get through but this is right before the quarantine started so uh it wasn't that bad uh down in massachusetts uh george wright which is probably one of the nicest courses i play regularly uh is in massachusetts on the south side of the city um really really beautiful course um had gone through some construction so there were certain areas of it that were kind of a nuisance i think it's on hole two they had a sand uh, trap that like wasn't well tended or something like that so you have a couple of things like that but outside of that really really great um really really great area and then garb up in maine bangor is it uh bangor country club is what it's called i love that course that we it's play. actually a municipal municipal, municipal golf course municipal yeah. golf course so it's owned by the town um i love that course because i usually shoot really really well on it um and it's just it's it's really well taken care of too garb it's really really well taken care of yeah i mean do you really shoot really well on it i don't know i <laughs> For, well, for I mean, for myself. So yeah, okay. So really well for myself. Hey, golf is golf is a rel- okay. Laugh all you want. Laugh all you want. Golf is a relative sport. I, I shoot well for my for what I'm looking for, right? So uh, yes, it's, like it's not like you're miles ahead of me either, bro. You you maybe beat me that. by a couple of you be, you beat me by four or five strokes consistently. But I'll, you know there are games. He's like, hey, it's like you know I'm LeBron James, and it's like you're a junior high guy. Right? Yeah, exactly. 100%. Yeah, okay. No, uh-huh. so I love Bangor Muni. Um, if you're looking for a value golf course in New England, I mean, it's up there. It's north, It's but it's good. I mean, it's super – it's pretty cheap to play. You have 27 holes there as well, but – I will say this, though. Yeah. I will say this, though. Bangor, especially with the casino and during the summertime because you have all those concerts up there – is a spot to visit, especially with the municipal golf course there, because it's a serviceable golf course for sure. Um, it's you know nothing that you're going to rip off of Golf Magazine, but it's it's absolutely a fun course to play. Uh, you've got the casino there for the nighttime, and then you also have that um, area that's kind of on the water where all the concerts and whatnot. What's that area called again? Uh, just like the waterfront, I guess. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Classic area. waterfront. Yeah, yeah. Um, yeah. So, so yeah, uh, so. Anyways, yeah, golf's really, really great. Um, last course I wanted to shout out would be my course that, like, if I had a home course, which I don't, but um, would be my home course would be the uh, Brookline Golf Course or Robert T. Lynch uh, Golf Course in Brookline. Really, really great course. Again, has a similar problem to Pease where it's kind of hilly in certain areas, so therefore when it when it rains, portions of it get kind of soaked. But outside of that, if it's been nice for the week, it's a Saturday, it's a great course, um, really well-priced. They have a driving range. For a lot of those who are visiting New, uh, New England, one of probably the most annoying things about a lot of golf courses in New England is they don't have a driving range. I haven't golfed a lot of places outside of New England, so I don't know if that's just not something that's normal but before i got into golf i thought that was kind of like a standard and it is absolutely not so um it's always nice to get like hit a bucket before you kind of get out there um i really want to buy a new putter garb um i really want to buy a new putter i really want to buy a a cart maybe maybe you should learn the putt first okay so see that's where i know you're just coming at me because you and me both know out of the like horrible game that i have putting is easily one of my better my better suits there for sure um, I'm also walking this year. Did I tell you that? I'm gonna be a big walk guy. I mean, I, I, like I mean, I picked the I picked the year that we're quarantined for you know coronavirus to be a big hey, walk. Hey, this year and hey, this year only. This year, only next year, next year I go back to carts. But this year, whenever I golf, I walk, baby. Um, so yeah. yeah um, I have I don't golf, so I have no Nick. Honestly, that. that's probably maybe one of the worst things about you is that you don't golf. And you refuse to golf. And you refuse to golf. And this is a classic Nick thing where you make your mind up about something after one or two tries and you're like, nah, I don't like it. And you would be great at golf and you'd love golf, but you just refuse to do it. Um, yeah, well, I mean, kind of like I always said, my big holdups were uh, like the money factor. So I like play money to pl- – I pay money to play hockey I don't, also. I don't golf. I play hockey. So I no, dude. So okay. all those times you're Happy talking Gilmore. about playing, playing hockey, dude. Please, 
you wish you could skate. <laughs> I don't think we do. Happy though. Gilmore. I don't think we do. What? No, Garby can't skate a little Wait, bit. Wait, I suck no. at skating. Can you skate? I'm capable. You I mean, a little I, bit. I used to skate. I used to skate in Biddeford, Maine. There it used to be a outdoor skating rink, Westbrook Skating Rink, um, and I used to crush it out there. Nice. I don't think I can do it now. No, nah, man. But like seriously though, I don't know. I just like would rather play. And like my schedule, like is always like I have a very schedule. It's like not set, so I'm like working weekends and stuff. And it's just I don't know. It's you know I, I don't know. Yeah, it's okay. Sorry, right. I still love you, man. Yeah, I don't know. It's, oh, it, it is the worst thing about you, um, Darby. I wanted to wow. ask you what. How... Not that I'm a Patriots fan. No, because no, no because I, I'll be honest with you. Like, if you weren't a Patriots fan, a lot of our conversations wouldn't be as fun. To be honest, I'm fine with you being the enemy. You know what I mean, I it's the golf that I really wish you did. Okay. Um, Garb, how how close is Acadia to Mount Katahdin? Um, so. I'm going to guess it's about mm, two, two and a half hours. Acadia's out east. Um, Mount Katahdin's more of like northern kind of inland Maine. Um, but Mount Katahdin is something I haven't done yet, something I would like to do for sure. It's the last mountain along the Appalachian Trail. So, um, yeah. So you guys know that I don't camp. You guys know this about me. I, I don't camp. Um, uh, Kennedys don't camp. One of the last times I camped, is for KDC. for some reason I don't know why, but me, my sister, and my dad all go to Mount Katahdin. My mom didn't come, and I can't remember what the explanation was, but like she had to work or something like that. And we all go up to Mount Katahdin, <laughs> and we're swimming in the lake, right? And I think we were like playing pass or something like that. And my dad throws one long, and it goes way over my head, and it goes into like the dark part of the lake, which my dad won't go to because for a lot of those who don't know me, I'm I'm half African American, and if you ever talk to my dad, he'll tell you black people don't swim. That's not I swim. I'm half black. My sister, who's half black and darker than me, also swims, but he'll tell you that <laughs> black people don't swim. So I go out to go get it, and I come out of the water. And I have leeches on my leg. Oh. On top of, uh, yeah, 100%. On top of that, on top of that, um, there was no electricity in the cabin. Uh, and so it was somehow both freezing at night and hot during the day. Uh, and ever since then, I don't, I don't camp. I don't camp. I won't camp. I never heard this story. I didn't know that's why you don't camp. I know. I know. I, I was thinking this. about that today when we were going over the list of things here. And I was like, wow, I don't think I've ever told that story. Yeah, I don't camp. Um, all right, cool. Well, let's hey, let's head into the last one here. Um, Random little factoid. Little factoid. Yeah, about me. seriously. <laughs> yeah, I guess it is weird that I've never told you guys that. That's weird. For some reason, I kind of remember you bringing up a leeches story. Yeah. But actually, you know, when I remember you bringing that up was when we went to D Rod's wedding a couple of years ago, and we stayed at that uh, lake house, and you dude. wouldn't jump in the lake at first, and I was like, "Yo, bro, jump in the lake!" And like Paris is jumping in the lake, Johnny C's jumping in the lake, we're all jumping in the lake. We're having mad fun. Dan Sarge jumping in the lake. I'm like, Rich, why aren't you jumping in the lake? And you're like, dude, leeches, bro. It's a thing. So. I did get in the lake. Do you remember? So, <laughs> do you remember when we swam across the lake and went to try to go get on that slide? Oh, yeah. Slide? We jumped on that guy's slide yeah. and he called the cops yeah. on us. Tom, Tom Wait, what called was the, me. What was the guy's name? I think it was it. Uh, no, it was Tom, Joe. Was it Joe? Was it Joe? Joe. Joe, yeah, Joe called me. Tom. Hey, Rich. Um, <laughs> you wouldn't you would happen <laughs> to have seen some. Some people swimming across the lake. Like, would you? Oh, uh, Joe, I mean, we were pretty You're far like, out that there. That was us, Joe. He's like, okay, because a guy on the lake who owns a slide said some people were trying to slide down his slide on the lake, and he's about to call the cops. Oh, hey, Joe, that might have been us. Um, You know, no need to call the cops. Uh, again, it's misunderstanding. So, When I said we got pretty far out there, I meant the other yeah, side. Yeah, like, I meant we, we, you know, we might have trespassed. Um, he's like, Rich, you know that there's a... Uh, boats in the lake that go real fast and you could get you know die and i'm like yeah yeah no joe again not our smartest moment we uh, we had the water weenies remember we were holding yeah yeah we, yeah that's across. right paris when when we when we brought that up to paris paris was the one that was like dude we have water weenies and he just holds up the fucking water weenie like it's like like it's a beacon of sun you know what i mean or something yeah um so. what dude, lake was Tom, this? i don't know what lake uh, it was it, it was right by lake winnipesaukee I, it wasn't winnipesaukee but... lake winnipesaukee oh new hampshire yeah yeah. Um, okay. Cool. So last last uh, subject here. Things we can't wait for. These are all things that we're looking forward to. Things that we're hoping that this 
quarantine doesn't ruin. Um, and Darby, let's keep the good times rolling here. We'll start with you. I love how we're calling it quarantine. Like we all have like I, quarantine is absolutely the wrong word, uh, but it's what I've been using. So again, I apologize <laughs> totally if cool. somebody's got just a... just um yeah no. I just want to clarify we aren't sick, but um yes we are practicing social distancing. Big time. Um, so uh, what I am looking forward to this summer, it's wedding season. All right, and we have like oh, yeah oh, so many yeah weddings. we have in our friend circle. I hope I'm not leaving anyone out, um, but there's three weddings going on in our friend circle. There's Russell, who's getting married in Durham, which is where we actually all went to college at University of New Hampshire. It's where we all met. Yo, Wildcats? Um, yeah, Wildcats? Yeah. That's, so that's, that's going to be sweet. Yeah. Um, we got Jesse, which I don't know where he's getting married. I think probably Ipswich. somewhere in Vermont. Ipswich, I think it is. It's no, Mass, Ipswich, Mass. Yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah. Cool, cool. And then we got our uh, good friend Nick here. Yeah. The big guy. Getting married in Kennebunk, Maine. Popular wedding yep. area. It's going to be beautiful. Dude, these two kids are a part of that wedding party. Me and Garb are in that wedding party. Yeah, I got That's a couple right. of groomsmen. Yeah, dude. It's going to be a good time. Sure, yeah, time. Wedding season is going to be, you know, obviously the farther you push it out, like I'm trying to stay optimistic right now. Um, but, you know, the farther they get, like even, I mean, like I obviously can't speak for Russell, but. If I was in his shoes, I would definitely be a little nervous with my wedding being in July. Oh, 100%. 100%. Um, so, you know, obviously we can just all cross our fingers and hopefully we're able to uh, keep on going with these great events. Just because, especially with like the three that you mentioned, like those are just like three of our, I mean the three, like all of us are like very close college friends. We're yeah. all in the same fraternity, Lambda Chi Alpha. So Shut like up. those would all just be like very very special gatherings where we get to see a lot of people who you wouldn't necessarily get to see all the time. Like I remember when we went to Sean Morgan's wedding, like that was a blast just kind of hanging with everybody kind of made it seem like college again. So hopefully these, these things are able to go off without a hitch. Yeah. I'm so excited for wedding season this year. I really hope that this, this whole um, stay at home um, is over Hopefully by the end of June here, because I mean we've got so many really really fun weddings. And Garby, your wedding was just such a blast, and we have like three weddings where there's going to be pretty much at least a good chunk of those people. I mean, Nick, you'll it'll be like seventy percent of the same. Yeah, people Nick, your wedding's going to be, like... be yeah a, a really large percentage of the same people, and like it just it's. It's not something I'm looking to miss uh, right now. I mean, we have Jesse's bachelor party, which is supposed to be in Vermont coming up um, in July. That will hopefully not get canceled. We've got your bachelor party in August that's coming up. Um, yep. We've got my birthday in August, which is usually some sort of shenanigan um, for most of the people who know me. Hey. hey. So, it, you know, it should be a good time. <laughs> it should be a good time. Just getting it back to the seriousness. Yeah. Here. Um, I mean, it's going to be um... – it's going to be a little weird because it's going to be like the first wedding I've been to since my wedding. So I've always heard that's like like a little like surreal, a little weird. I don't know. but Oh, they went, they yeah, went we... with those tablecloths. That's that's interesting. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah, <we're... laughs> yeah, but we got married um, in July of 2019, just past July. It was probably the hottest day of the year in Maine. I think it was like 103 degree ceremony, but it was incredible. It was beautiful. And... Um, yeah, I don't know what it's going to be like going to other people's weddings after you get married, but I'm looking forward to it. It's going to be a blast. We're going to be able to see each other and just Dude, your wedding, celebrate. Your wedding, it was so fucking hot out. It was it was so fucking hot Dude, out. Dude, your wedding, I literally remember like at one point just like in the middle of the ceremony, like I had to like inner like focus and I was like, okay. I was like, Mazel you top. got this. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> but it was just like I felt the sweat dripping down like – everywhere um and so it was just like yeah it was i didn't even realize it because like in that moment it's just like i mean you black out well not like black out but like you have the you have the blinders on you're just i mean i was your beautiful bride no i was like that's yeah it was like i've been into a fight before and then you don't remember the fight have you ever been in a fight nick yeah a little scruffle there here i'm huge you've been in a you've been in a lot of fights fights. (laughs) who nick yeah no you you Oh uh, yeah, we can we can make a whole episode on that. We'll just skip that for now. <laughs> That's back in the high school days. Wow. Anyways, I mean, well, I know the year. fans want to hear that. So, um, you broke Nick. you broke a, broke a certain member of our cruise glasses. 
We're not going to talk about that. So, Nick, um, what are you looking forward to this coming year after we get out of this quarantine? Um, so just in the sake of picking a different topic, um, I kind of wanted to talk about homecoming, um, again, really hope by October we'll be able to have, um, gatherings that are a larger capacity of people. Um, and I missed homecoming this past year. And so like, especially kind of this year, I was really looking forward to it because on the whole, I would say the three of us and a lot of our friend group tries to go like every year or every other year or so just to kind of get up there we get to see the house and it's just like a good time to kind of get back to your roots a little bit and um you know obviously we can't go as hard as we used to can't hang like we used to but um yeah kind of wanted to talk about favorite homecomings for people um, um definitely i mean the mud bowl was one of the most iconic homecomings um yeah that was a great one so do you, you're talking about the one like yeah. most recently yeah, where you went most, up there the one we most yeah, recently that was... went to so because you know i yeah. usually drive in i usually drive in my car and and we set up and you know we'll do burgers and dogs and you remember this kid where you and me are sitting there at the grill and this kid comes up to us he's, oh, dude. he's fucking he's so hammered he's literally <laughs> he's literally beside himself and like it just reminded me because what i what i consider what i consider drunk oh now God. has like nothing compared to what i considered drunk <laughs> when i was in college and this cuz this kid is just in a state that i'm like how have your friends and family let you be out like this and he goes he goes he goes and reaches for a hot dog and we're like whoa whoa buddy buddy he's like oh i I've got money. And we're like, all right. Well, like, you know, <laughs> how much are you trying to pay? And he's like, $500. And we're like, deal. 100% will get you a hot dog for $500. He's like, he holds up a $5 bill. We're like, dude, we, you said $500. we are not going to take $5. He's like, come on. And just so people don't think we're complete assholes. The problem with giving away food at homecoming is you like you, that like person will go tell their yeah. friends and they'll come and then next thing you know you're running a stand right so you really want to try to keep it to people that you know um, and so eventually he he walks yeah, off like, and he goes yeah. um, we're all we're all like getting together after homecoming like looking through the barstool stuff and whatnot um, and there's this kid in barstool in they make essentially a horseshoe of porter potties and the center of the porter potties is this kid just falling all over the place in the mud like rolling in the and mud and it's the guy like, who we it's the guy it's the kid who we didn't give the hot dog to and didn't you didn't yeah. you at, like, didn't you at me on instagram yeah i i tagged rich and i was like dude this is the kid who we didn't give the hot dog to and the kid commented back and he was like that hot dog would have saved me bro and we were i've like, never I, I honestly have like i felt pretty yeah, guilty i felt like a i dick. felt pretty guilty at that point in time so that was a really good one. Um, there was, I think it was two years before that was like probably one of the last ones where like I knew a good amount of guys at, in the Lambda house still. Um, and so that one was really fun. I think they, they, they were doing it with AFI that year. So we saw some of their alumni too. Yeah, that was the year too um, Eli came up. Oh, Brother Najum. And so we got to see him. Like, that was super fun. Yeah, that was a great time. Yeah. UNH homecoming is just great because, like, UNH is, what, maybe, like, 12,000, 15,000 folks, grad and undergrad. But when you go to homecoming, you'd, like, I mean, I'm sure people who have gone to, like, big schools are like, yeah, dude, you don't know what you're talking about. But, like, it makes you feel like you go to a massive school. It's, like, tailgating everywhere. They have, you know, at least, uh, they have a field that's probably at least the size of four or five football fields and it's just chock full you have to get there early in the morning to get a good spot i love getting there in the morning and like just getting in line at like 6 a.m waiting to get in you get front row um you remember the honestly you remember when we used to not do homecoming when we were in school and then i was alumni chair and we i put together like one of the first homecomings we had done in a while and we got up super early and we got like one of the first spots front row, and it was it was yeah. probably one of probably one of my favorite memories of college. Uh, was that our sophomore year? Or freshman? That would have been our sophomore year because I remember because PR was living in on Edgewood. Um, yeah. Well, so. um, yeah. Anyways, so really great homecoming's awesome. I mean, God, do you have a favorite homecoming? I was gonna say that homecoming actually uh, on Edgewood 
Uh, that was my that was our sophomore year. I'm gonna be honest. Do I remember specifics about any homecoming? No, I do not. <laughs> um, not only because it was about ten years ago, but also just because the morning after homecoming, I didn't remember specifics about homecoming. So, um, but yeah, I I'd say they were all fun while I was in college there, and I haven't been I haven't been back like been pretty inconsistent with going um, ever since I left there. But no, yeah, it's just all a good time. It's just like you feel like you're part of a big friggin' 10,000 person family and you're just all having a good time. So. Yeah. It's a blast. Yeah. It's an absolute blast. Um, okay, cool. Um, yeah. For the one that I picked for can't wait is friends giving, um, which is oh, something that I think, yeah, before we get, we have a, we have one that we do that's like really elaborate, but before we get into that, I think it's just like a really popular new England thing. And maybe it, and maybe it's not just a new England thing, right. And a lot of other places do it, but I was thinking about this today. It, I don't know about, I don't really know anybody who lives in new England who doesn't like really think that, f- I mean, maybe second best, but fall, fall is just an amazing time in new England. Oh, like, the best. It is yeah. the, the colors of the trees are great. The weather it's crew neck. It's like, as we say, crew neck weather. Um, and it's just uh, jeans and a sweatshirt. Yeah, jeans, yeah jeans you wear and a jeans sweatshirt. and a sweatshirt. It's a blast. You can be outside comfortably, but um, you know what I mean. It's it's not sweltering. It's not too cold. And and often in New England, you have one or the other. For a place that gets like obviously really really cold and, and a decent amount of snow, it gets sweltering in the summer. And, and fall is really this kind of perfect time. So I think people are like looking to celebrate fall holidays pretty frequently. So I'd say Halloween's a pretty big deal. Um, and then obviously, uh, for, I think. Thanksgiving, but Friendsgivings. A lot of people have Friendsgivings, and when we were in, when we were in uh, college, I, I really, I really kind of draw ours back to when we were in college. We did kind of like a turkey bowl Friendsgiving thing with another fraternity, um, and that was kind of the first time that we had the idea. And then I had kicked it back up when I moved to Portsmouth. This is probably like three years Still later. Still pissed about that football game, dude. Honestly, I had that touchdown catch, the one with. It. A six. Oh. You're talking about, dude. I had that touchdown cast, and everyone was like, "Oh, he didn't have possession." I was like, "I fucking had possession." I kind of forgot about that, Nick. I kind of forgot about that. And then we, lo- we I, lost. I forgot on that, that thing because we, we were just going back and forth. And I was like, "Yo, I had possession." It was just that one fucking douchebag kid on A six who was like, "No, <laughs> man, I stripped just you." Just calling people. Nah, dude. Uh, yeah, for real. Anyway, so yeah, I mean, essentially for ours, what we do uh, is we. We cook now. It's at the point where we cook three turkeys every year. We fry two, bake one. Um, everybody brings a side, but we've gotten a lot more creative. Like we used to. I remember the first couple of years. I literally was like, everybody bring one side, and it was freaking crazy. I didn't have enough <laughs> table space, and so it like kind of circled into like me getting Carrie to do like you know Carrie's my sister for anybody who doesn't know, and she she cooks this uh, cornbread stuffing that's to die for um and so i have her cook pretty much all the stuffing i i cook the turkeys and then we have people do like veggies and whatnot but every year we still play a tackle football game um with all the still oh yeah still i've been trying i'll admit i've been trying to get us to switch to basketball or potentially golf but there seems to be a lot of resistance um which which yeah i mean it, it is a really great tradition it's been very fun to play uh year over year um, last couple of years at your parents' place in Beverly has been uh, fantastic, but um, it's cool. Except nobody's what? Nobody's seriously gotten hurt except John King. See, why do you gotta say that? Why do you have to say that now? This year, somebody's gonna get hurt. We were just talking about how we're playing tackle football. Yeah. I'm just bringing it up. It's all. It's what's been your all good. What's your favorite Friendsgiving all time? Wow. I, I mean, this is an easy one for me. My favorite era of Friendsgivings were the Portsmouth Friendsgivings when you lived in Portsmouth. Um, yeah, but that's a cop My out. favorite Friendsgiving of all time is, well, I got one. I'm coming. Okay. I'm coming, baby. Right. Is the first one I brought Megan to, um, which was probably, I think it was 2004. And you say she's just a friend. <laughs> and right? You say yeah, we were just friends at that point. Oh, oh, that, was, that was the time we started dating, and she got to meet you guys, and she was like, it was just Dude. like her watching from the third person. She's like, wow, this is an interesting group of people. Um, <laughs> Little yeah, did we so. know we would meet Messy Megs later. An iconic Messy an Megs. iconic drunk persona that, that just really shines above all. Uh, 
That's a great one. A beacon of hope for everybody. <laughs> Something you should strive to be when you're drinking. Uh, all right, Nick, your favorite Friendsgiving? My favorite Friendsgiving. Um, honestly, come back to me. I'm trying to decide. I honestly you, knew okay. this question was coming, you and I just was it. not prepared for it. Uh, I know. Okay, so my favorite Friendsgiving would probably be the last one in Portsmouth. Um, definitely a nostalgia factor. It was probably one of the ones from like a raw amount of people. We had we probably had like sixty plus people there that year um, because I had invited a bunch of people from work. Um, I was living with four, uh, three other people at the time, so they had a, a people that they were inviting. Uh, and we it was the first year that we cooked three turkeys, which was just insane. When I lived in Portsmouth, we had that great field down the road as well, um, and then like also. Like, the places that we've had it since then have been great, especially your parents' place. But, like, my apartment was the last apartment that was, like, big-size apartment that's, like, somebody's apartment. So we didn't need to worry too much about, like, messing stuff up and whatnot. And, like, you know, we were all outside. And it was also right downtown. So if people wanted to go to the bars, they could do that. It was it was a great – it was a great year. Um, I think we won the, the – I think my team won the football game that year. And since then, I've, I've – only won one year. I won the year that we did the Brookline, um, and I drafted a. When we were on the same team, team. yeah, I drafted a savage yeah. team. Uh, last year, I like. Last year, dude. dude last year, our team was. Last year, I'm not gonna year. lie. Like, well, not not your team, finding garbage. When I got off the field last year, I was like, you know what? Really fun game, really awesome. And then as the days progressed, I got more and more fucking upset about that game because. We had that game. The more I think about it, we should have won that no, game. We should the have draft. won that game. The draft got fucked up because Eric Dang. Eric Clifford was like yeah. the dark horse that nobody really accounted for because it was his first year playing. We drafted John Butler in the sixth round. Nobody knew like John Tom Butler Brady. was going to be able to sling the rock. Um, we kept switching Vargo in for King, and we should have just left King as a quarterback. <laughs> Vargo did well as quarterback, but like we should have just kept with the consistency. No, but it's like your bench. It's yeah, like your yeah, bench yeah. in like. You got paid. You yeah, yeah, there. I know. You got to keep the arm warm. So it was. I don't know. It was a. It was a bummer. But um, but yeah. So um, okay, cool. Well, hey, that's that's kind of all three things here. Any closing out thoughts from you guys? Um, anything else that like kind of was like an honorable mention that you didn't get a chance to talk about? Um. Well, you did just skip over me for my favorite. Oh shit! Games. My bad, dude. My bad. Um, yeah. No. So. The ones that I kind of thought about were, and this is going to be one where I can't like necessarily offer specifics, um, except for one thing, and this is going to kind of come off like very douchey, but it was the Friendsgiving yeah, where I accidentally so. elbowed John King in the face. <laughs> is your favorite Friendsgiving? Huge black eye. No, That's no, no. So hear me out. No, no, no. So yeah. hear me out. It wasn't like because of that, but I just remember. We had like a great football game and I remember like not like getting too drunk or anything and like just like obviously the food is killer every year. But I just remember that year specifically being like a great year up in Portsmouth. And then honestly, just for like memorable factor was the first year two years ago that we had it at my parents' house when like the tree fell down across mm. our my parents driveway and we like called the cops and they're like oh because oh, it's on private property that and so was my amazing. dad ray the hoarder he just has like freaking 20 hand saws in the garage and so we just get everybody to start sawing away at the tree and we clear out this like massive tree and uh, honestly i'll look for yeah, i think no, i have a just... video of that i'll look for it and post it on my instagram for anybody who wants to see it but we literally have probably <laughs> I don't know. It was probably somewhere between like five to ten folks just sawing at this massive tree that fell in the driveway. And the the when the the the, the police, like you said, the police officer comes up and goes, "Wow, big tree there, huh?" Like, "Oh yeah, dude, you think you can call the fire department?" <laughs> See, not on public property, so actually the fire department can't help you out. And we're like, "Oh, okay. Like, what do we do?" And he's like. Like keep sawing it pretty much <laughs> is the only thing I got for <laughs> that, you. So, um, what I remember the general feeling about that is 
all the guys were like fighting for a saw because all the ladies were watching. We we're all like, "Oh, <laughs> I want to use the saw." No, I want to use the saw. And then like the women are just watching. We just like, like lions amongst like, which is pretty much like what every friendsgiving is. Is like we all go and play a tackle football game that we're all probably a little yeah. too old to be doing. Oh, we're trying to trying to peacock. Yeah, a yeah, bit. absolutely yeah, trying to peacock. Yeah. If you don't score a touchdown at friendsgiving, it was a bad game for you. Like straight up, it's yeah, just, it, it is what it is. Um. All right, cool. Yeah, okay, cool, yeah. So like I said before I uh, skip Nick there, uh, anything you guys had like an honorable mention for or something like that? Well, I've been trying out some new soap. (laughs) Wait, what? What Okay, I guess we could go for things that you are doing. Yeah, okay, all right. Tell us about the soap. No, I've been – I don't know. So, Well, I mean I'll just – I'll keep you guys posted. No, well, like I don't know, like, like what well, is I've just about? been, I've just been trying it, so I want to be able to give you like a review. Do you, so I guess do you just, have, like, stay tuned for f- in future episodes. Do you have like a like a trial process for the soaps that you have? Yeah, I use them. Well, yeah, but like, okay, yeah, obviously <laughs> you use them, but like, do you? Is there like a certain amount of time that you use them? Like, and then you compare them to other soaps. Like, how do you keep like no, a, a bar, like a bar? Like, I'll go through a bar through and be bar. like, okay, all right, cool. Yeah, oh, so is it I mean, that's like. Soap? I guess I don't like switch soaps like super often. I've been a big Harry's guy up until now, but I was really looking to. Uh... Wait, Harry's like the shaving, the shaving company. Oh, dude, their soaps are great. They have like soaps. Like, they got great. They have soaps, soaps like body soap, bar soap, and they got body wash too. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. Consider I honestly, myself um, scooped, dude. That's crazy. I only. Oh, dude, I only like using know? like the Dove original because I just feel like it's best for your skin. I'm a big like, you know, just keep it natural. Well, so, well, so. You should read a little bit more into that. Oh, okay. What do you have to say about that? Well, I'm just saying. No, I'm just, Wait, don't leave I'm us on saying. the edge of our seat. Why should he read into it? Oh, so I don't know. I don't want to. I don't want to badmouth. I don't want to like badmouth a company. Is Dove gonna okay, come after you because you were bad enough? No, I just don't. I just don't think that like Dove is like the premier soap that you could have uh, for no. hydrating your skin, like you are claiming it is. Okay. Okay, I just. It seems more like I've read that it's the least invasive on your skin, and I don't. Did you read Dove. that on I the Dove the... website? I use the Walmart knockoff brand of it. Actually, Megan, <laughs> so you're kind of he doesn't even insulting use Megan right now. He used um, of by Walmart. <laughs> it's compared, you know, like you at the Walmart brand. Like, compared to Dove original. It's like so, it's <laughs> soap like Dove. <laughs> oh, that's bad. Oh me. wow. No, so just um, I guess stay tuned. I'll let you guys know how it goes. I'm, a, I'm using it so I'm far. I'm a big Irish Spring guy. Yeah, that's what I rock. Irish Spring all day. I did just get into the Trader Joe's shampoo because I'm like not trying to go to like more stores than I need to. So I'm like Trader Joe's got shampoo, and I'm not like you. I don't I don't really care about the soap I'm using, and yeah. I don't know. I guess I like it. Yeah, so it's cool. like you know organic. Cool. I guess mentioned soap. Yeah, so yeah. Um. Yeah. Cool, yeah. So uh, I don't know, guys. Where can uh, where can fans find you on Instagram if they're looking for you? Ooh, I wasn't prepared for this. Um, you don't know your Instagram handle? I, I do. I don't know what it is. I have like fifty followers. So you, so you Wait, don't you know just, your Instagram? You just said I do, and then you. I don't said, know what I it don't. is. Sorry, I misheard that, Nicholas. Okay. okay. So you can find me, Nick Goslin, at Son of Ray <laughs> with a couple of underscores. So it's Son underscore of underscore ray 24 there are no caps uh, story behind that instagram father. handle at another day uh, you can find me um, at kennedy 1627 uh, i'm a little bit more straightforward there garb you got your handle ready i am ryan a garby that's ryan a g-a-r b as in boy e and you'll see mostly travel pictures b as in boy uh, b as in boy not v as in virginia you know because you get b and v mixed up um, and the A's so, yeah. were amazing. <laughs> yes, the three A's in there. R-Y, amazing, uh, and amazing G, amazing R-B. And just to keep everyone posted, too, we will be coming out shortly, hopefully, with uh, some of the, the brand's own social media. So we'll provide those handles when they yeah. come, and you can follow Absolutely. those, too. If actually, you, if, actually if we do have a website, it was probably made by Megan Garby. Megan A. Garby. A is for amazing. Um, so, yeah. Uh, all right, cool. Well, hey, uh, this is New England Social. We're a New England-based podcast. Thanks for joining us. Bye.